I'm Joseph Chateau-Rapaye, pastor of Advent Lutheran Church in Wyckoff, New Jersey, and this is week one of our fall series on Rowan Williams being disciples. So this fall we're going to be talking about a book by Rowan Williams called Being Disciples, Essentials of the Christian Life. Williams served as the Archbishop of Canterbury from 2002 to 2012. And the Archbishop of Canterbury is the head of the Church of England and the figurehead of the Anglican Communion around the world. Williams assumed the role with a great deal of hope in his abilities. He was something of a phenom in theological circles, having become a professor of divinity at just 36 and publishing an immense amount of scholarship thereafter. The ten years that Williams served as Archbishop of Canterbury were riddled with conflict. Domestically, it began with some very public disagreements with Tony Blair over the invasion of Iraq, went from there into issues of terrorism, and ended amidst the rise of UKIP and the rise of right-wing nationalism in Britain. Williams also had to balance the interests of a shrinking number of progressive Anglicans in Western Europe against those of a growing number of conservative Anglicans in the Global South. Very public fights over ordaining women as bishops and blessing same-sex marriages ensued as well. It's up for debate how successful Williams' tenure was. To some, he was able to hold the communion together, at least for a short while. And yet to others, the office seemed to tone down the boldness of his earlier work that had made them so hopeful about his being elected archbishop. It's also possible that Williams was a brilliant mind who was just put in a nearly impossible situation. So the first lecture we're going to be talking about introduces the concept of discipleship. Discipleship, Williams notes, isn't just about the choices we make or the allegiances we have or what we believe. Before any of that, it's about a state of being. It's an identity that we carry with us. And that identity is about staying or abiding in relationship with God and Christ. So to be a disciple is to be first and foremost a student. And not like students today who go to class a few days a week and hear a lecture and get a break in the summer and choose what they want to take. Being a student of Jesus isn't an intermittent thing, it's always happening. In the ancient world, students followed their, followed their teachers around to learn from them, even while they did mundane activities. So if you think about the Gospels, Jesus doesn't just teach while he's giving lectures like the Sermon on the Mount. He teaches while he's healing and eating and talking with people. So if you're a disciple, you want to be around when all that's happening. So for us who can't follow Jesus the way the original disciples did, this manifests itself in a state of awareness. So being a disciple means being aware that God could act at just about any time in the world at any moment. Always waiting for the next pearl of wisdom or insight or teaching or revelation to break through. The image that Williams uses to capture this idea, which I kind of like, is about being a bird watcher. In prayer, we sit waiting for something to burst into view, and it's only by cultivating that sense of stillness and that state of awareness that we're able to identify it when the moment comes. But remember, not every sign is immediately evident or easy to understand. In the Gospels, the meaning of what Jesus does isn't always immediately clear. So what we learn from being disciples isn't words that come down from on high. They have to be discerned with God and, and explored with other people, which means that discipleship is something we do as a community. It's not something we do by ourselves. 
Though, as Williams puts it, the first thing we ought to think of in the presence of another Christian individual or Christian community is what is Christ giving me through this person or this group? So we approach one another expectantly, just as we think that some new insight or revelation might change us at any moment. One way to think about this in terms of church unity and the Catholicity of the church the church unity isn't about just having one denomination with everyone under one umbrella. It might mean there's no one single church with a monopoly on the whole truth of God. Or to put it another way, it means realizing that we have things to learn from other Christians. One of the great advances we've made as a church in the past 50 years, for example, come through the global encounter of Christians who have met each other as equal partners. See one legacy of that in our hymnals, which draw music from a wide variety of countries and cultures. Where does that awareness and attention get funneled to? Williams, it means beginning by deepening our awareness of scripture and sacraments and life together with our local congregation. From there, it means taking that awareness out into the world, expecting to be changed in our local communities. And finally, it means paying attention to where Jesus is going. So it doesn't just involve paying attention during Sunday morning, but taking the next step to be where God is present at work outside of the places where we feel most comfortable. Being disciples, William sums this up, being Jesus' company, learning stillness, attentiveness, expectancy, being willing to go where Jesus is going and to be in the company of those he's in company with. And it means letting the action come through, letting the relation be made letting Christ's action come through us as the Father's act comes through him. So that's our introduction to discipleship. So next week we're going to be unpacking some of this when we talk about Williams' next lecture, Faith, Hope, and Love. <laughs>